You're listening to the Aftergrad Podcast. My name is Victoria. I'm Robert Kane, and we're your fellow Aftergrads trying to find clarity and security in the post-grad moment. On this show, we discuss the societal pressures that stand to mold us into inauthentic versions of ourselves while trying to make our dreams a reality. We welcome you on this journey as we navigate the pandemic, bills, careers, and who knows what else. But today... It's my birthday. We're gathered here to celebrate me. It's my birthday. Pisces King. Yep, March 2nd. (laughs) But it's not just just all about me you know figuring that i'm turning another year older we i mean it is take, your day it is my day but i'm also not one to Stand hype to myself up other people hype me up and you know my friends have already received the birthday wishes from you and other people thank you i appreciate it <laughs> but you know with another year of life it's also an opportunity to reflect on the year that had passed so i'm right. turning 23 so <laughs> i figured i should reflect a little bit yeah. much has happened recently as we've embarked on this journey together right we've been in a pandemic there's been so much violence there's been so much uncertainty mm-hmm. for our lives right but today i'm just going to focus on you yes thank we're gonna you, hear from you yes. your story yeah. coming up to this moment right now mm-hmm. it looks a lot different than mo's right and it looks a lot different i mean if i'm speaking personally from what i initially imagined 22 would feel like if right. i'm thinking back to when i was 20 in university studying abroad taking my classes, trying to get the diploma and everything, it definitely looks totally different. Exactly. We were kind of robbed of 21. Oh, I was definitely robbed of 21. For sure. My 21st birthday amounted to a glass of wine and the student's office on my university campus. So cheers to leveling up. Cheers to leveling up. I definitely would say 22 is better, (laughs) right? And hopefully 23 is just going to be even better. Yeah. That's the idea. That's what we hope. Mm -hmm. We're trying to grow. We're all for development up in here. Exactly. So a lot of it has been uncertainty right i think the theme that's the word of for everyone for everyone no matter what age right it's like uncertain uncertain unsure Mm -hmm. lots of insecurities too and then i want to say for me i think 22 was about a lot of resilience it was about being adaptable it was about being flexible just because Mm -hmm. i we have these ideas of what 22 could look like should look like what it should feel like but what did 22 unfold Mm -hmm. and reveal to you that was more certain for people who are turning 22 right Mm -hmm. and then maybe for those who are already 23 they want to hear Right. You're what joining the crew. Do? What am I doing? Yeah, I'm what you the bring crew. to what the table bring to the table? Well, right. I think 22, I think what it revealed to me is just you have to be prepared for quite literally anything. You can have these ideas of what your life will turn out to be, but life is crazy sometimes and life will want to hit you over the head and drop you down a few pegs, right? Right. And you just got to be prepared for it and you got to be ready to bounce back. You have to plan for Honestly, situations that you can't even perceive because I think that's what's happened to everyone. There's been so much unemployment. I experienced unemployment and being an undergraduate who was trying to work towards a particular goal of gaining financial security for myself. Being unemployed is not the vision. It's not the look. It's not what anyone wants to endure. But And not anything anyone graduating kind of expect and what we yeah what we expect and what is imagined for ourselves i mean the whole concept of going to the university and getting the diploma is that you come out with a job you come out with financial security right because you have the backing of an institution supporting you Mm -hmm. you have the learnings you have the alumni network Mm -hmm. all of these support systems that are supposed to be giving you a push forward and while they are there there's so many nuances to the situation that we don't speak about oftentimes and i think 22 definitely showed me 
a lot of those nuances. And I'm grateful for that new insight and that new clarity that I, I've gained from going through the uncertain period of completing my degree in a pandemic semester over Zoom. And that is just not what I expected my last year of undergrad to look like, to feel like. And I'm a person that I believe everything happens for a reason. I like to structure my mindset in that way because I think it allows me to just live in the moment, allows me to just take in moments as they happen and not worry too much about what ifs and maybe this could have happened, then this could have happened. You know, it happened. So let me let me adjust, mm -hmm. right? And let me just move forward with the cards that I have been dealt, right? That's right. And so you came into 22 transitioning. Yep. Definitely a transitioning moment for, for you. Sure. And now let's get into it. Yeah. A show or two ago, we discussed like what kind of our idea of what 21 looked like, mm -hmm. right? And then we also didn't know what 22, 23, 24 mm -hmm. looked like. And now we're hitting 23. We were robbed of 21, right. but we definitely got to live a little in 22. And right. so looking back, mm -hmm. how do you feel? Do you feel like there's a difference between 21 and 22? Yeah. Do we can we even stand to say what 21 was like? No, I mm -hmm. have to say no because we were in the pandemic. I don't think we lived 21 to the fullest, yeah, but 22 no, things started to settle down a mm -hmm. little bit and we were able to move and wiggle a little right. bit more, come out coming out of college, mm -hmm. kind of deciding what's next. Yeah, there was also, a lot of uncertainty around that period too because I think I had a lot of expectations around what I wanted 21 or 22 to feel like, right. and Looking back when I was in undergrad, there were a lot of ideas about what I thought my period after graduating <clears throat> would look like. Yeah. And that included having a job that fulfilled me, that included traveling a little bit. I had studied abroad a little bit and I was hoping that we would do international travel a little bit more. And it was great because we actually had the chance to do our Tulum trip, yeah. which definitely allowed me to live out some of the exciting moments that you somehow imagine for yourself after you graduate you get that diploma it's supposed to be an exciting period you just crossed another milestone in your professional development and your academic journey and your journey of life so it's supposed to be a period where you're looking forward to a lot and as we've all experienced the pandemic has taken so much of that excitement out of it there's been so much uncertainty there's been a lot of events that we just didn't simply prepare for. And I guess one situation is that I'm thinking about in regards to my financial stability, right? There were many things that I had to do leading up to graduating when I was 22, you know, where I was trying to make sure that I had financial stability, making sure that I was well off for myself. And in that moment, I would do things like apply to certain positions on campus. And one of those positions was me being a resident assistant. And this particular position, it was very near and dear to my heart. I love the work, but also I've always been a person to try and plan for uncertain events, even in the midst of things going the way that I want them to. Mm -hmm. And the really cool thing about this particular job was that it just had a really nice, strong salary. It was very healthy. I was getting a lot of money from the work that I was doing and the support that I was offering residents in my community, mm -hmm. right? And with that, Obviously, as we then tried to embark on the journey of moving and the journey of trying to figure out what this post-grad, after-grad moment would look like for ourselves, I think it was great having that type of financial security, me saving the, that money in the midst of the pandemic for me to be able to then 
make that transition. Mm-hmm. And it was and something that I did in light of the pandemic, but it was just something that I felt like I needed to do. So right? like 22 seemed like the hustle period a little bit, sounds like. It, it definitely, sound- yeah, yeah. I mean, it was definitely filled with hustle, but I think the hustle didn't exactly feel the way that I imagined it, right? So maybe if I'm thinking back to myself when I was 20, I, when I was 20, I was studying abroad. I spent an entire year abroad and I guess I had images of what 22 in my post-grad experience would look like. And I've always been one to hustle, right? I've always been one, one to work hard and that's never going to change. That's always going to be a part of my existence. But I definitely placed a lot of pressure on myself to have things planned out and I guess that is a good thing because we have been experiencing situations where you can't simply plan for, you can't plan for a global pandemic. You can't plan for being unemployed for a certain period of time. Those are things that, yes, we're told that we should consider, right? But you can't always think, okay, yeah, I'm going to be unemployed from this period of time. You just live. And when those moments happen, then you just adjust and you plan as best as you can, Mm -hmm. right? And I definitely think that reflecting on... In the past, I guess, when I was 20, I had this mentality of everything needed to be checked. Everything needed to be outlined. And that outline needed to match the reality that I would then live. So if I needed to have a marketing position at this name company, right, I needed to have that come through. Otherwise, in myself, I would feel as though I was failing or I wasn't achieving Mm -hmm. the goals that I had planned for myself. And so I guess, you know, 22 was really a period of adjustment it was a period of being flexible it was a period of just showing myself lots of grace and being just honest with where the world is at where i'm at right because at the end of the day we have so much life to live and we can't always place so much pressure on ourselves to be where we think we should be we just have to live in the moment and i think that 22 was definitely a moment where i shed a lot of expectations for myself I allowed myself to just be free, live in the moment, take things as they come, not put so much pressure on myself. I mean, those those are a lot of themes that I think I'm taking from 22 and hoping to improve and utilize. And as I move into the year of like 23 for myself. Yeah, I like that. No, I really, I relate a lot to that, but I I do want to add as well. I think this moment, and maybe it is because of the pandemic that our reflection on 22 can look a lot different than someone else who already lived 22 mm-hmm. before the pandemic. But for me, it's like what you're saying and then what I did get, despite everything that did fall apart, mm-hmm. I cherished it. Yeah, I really like my gratitude towards things. Just I give it more time. I give myself more time to say thank you because a pandemic can still, it is still amongst us. It's still amongst us, right. But in terms of just being able to go out and see another friend Mm -hmm. and feel okay to have a shot or a vaccination that can allow me to travel, to go to Tulum, despite Mm -hmm. other countries being closed off and me wanting to go to other places Mm -hmm. around the world. So though a lot of things was taken away, the things that I was still gifted within this year I'm so thankful for. Mm-hmm. So I think 22 was the year was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, no, thank you. Like, thank you that like, we made it. Right. Thank you that we're no, here. Really, thank you that we're breathing then, and able to mm-hmm, keep Exactly. Because I also began to think of where I come from and mm-hmm. I'm from Oak Cliff. And a lot of people don't see themselves living past 23. Mm-hmm. And so that's another, aside from the pandemic itself, that's 
an area where I'm like, this this is a time where like I know people who died right now, mm-hmm. right? And so 22 has been the year of thankfulness yeah. and also in alignment with like adjusting, right? Right, And being happy. I'm trying not to tear up, mm-hmm. but just like being happy with what has taken place. Right. So and what has like taken this. place looks so different from what, I want to speak yeah. personally from what oh, I Yeah, we talked be. about I mean, that before. We've mentioned that. Yeah, we've mentioned traveling. that. We traveling. We thought we were going to, I thought it was going to be in China. Out of the country immediately. I thought gone. I was going back to Europe, of course. Yeah. But, you know, here we are in D.C. Never yeah. imagined myself living here of all places. And it's been all right for the most part. But mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. You know, with gratitude, thankfulness, and just hopefulness, too. I think 22 for myself was it was just a period of me being being hopeful for better days you know because right. i think that a lot of it was the pressure that that i was experiencing too because i don't think there's ever a rule book for how to make a transition to and then there's not a rule book on how to make a transition from college to adulthood mm-hmm. in the midst of a pandemic in the midst of so much hate in the midst and the of the fact that we're kind of creating that in a right kind of a way it's yeah like- yeah. It's, it's anyway. exciting. I mean, we're living in the midst of history and we're creating mm-hmm. in the midst of history so that the people that come after us have something to reflect on and something mm-hmm. hopefully to utilize as they make their transitions in the years years to come. And So what piece of advice do we have for those who are possibly about to turn 22? You just always have to be prepared for things to go to hell quite literally it's, it's, it's keeping it a open mind open for me mind, and yeah. i used to say that casually oh mm-hmm. i'm so open-minded right. but because, actually <laughs> like internalize but, that right mm-hmm. but really stay true to i can move if this doesn't happen what mm-hmm. i see for myself yeah for 22 it's like be open to saying yes to things as mm-hmm. well. Things that you normally would not have chosen for yourself. Just try it. Right. Because 22, it's a great time to test, to experiment right. as you are right now before the debt, before the... Fail quickly. <laughs> Please, make yeah. those mistakes. I encourage that. Absolutely, make those mistakes right now right. so that you can learn from them and you can get to where you want to get quicker yeah. in the long term. Branch out too. Mm-hmm. Be like, find new people, you know, outside of your circle. I'm not saying dump your circle. I'm right. just saying like, no. put yourself out there and sometimes put yourself out there by yourself, mm-hmm. you know, not with someone holding your hand or going with you right. to venture out and to meet different people because meeting different people then introduces you to the new things. Right. And get like to this. know yourself better too. I think right. there's one situation that's really trivial now being an aftergrad and thinking back to my experience as an undergraduate at Claremont McKenna College. Basically, I wanted to get two majors and a minor. And maybe y'all are familiar, you know, with the situation where you want to get a double major over here, you want to get a minor, concentration, etc. I was so gung-ho on getting a minor, right? Mm-hmm. I was in a pandemic semester. We were in the midst of Zoom University. And I didn't have a lot of energy. I didn't have a lot of motivation. And it was a semester in which I had to overload in order to secure this minor. And there were multiple times where I would call my mentors, I would call my supervisors, and I would ask them, is it worth it? Do I really need to sit here and torture myself, put myself through this insane semester all for the sake so that I can say that I got a double major as well as a minor? Shouldn't I just be happy with the major? So again, going back to just shedding these expectations, because I think... In society, we might argue that having that minor might aid you in the future. It might be something of use to you upon graduating. (laughs) 
we're going to get into an episode later where we talk yeah. about the value of a degree, but just briefly now, mm-hmm. it just simply wasn't worth it. And I know for a fact that, that having that minor wouldn't have done anything for me because I took a lot of the classes that led up and to it. And it's that part right there anything for you right so like living out 22 coming into 22 make sure that the things that you're doing right now that you feel like it is for your future make sure it's for you Mm -hmm. like ask yourself those like you said getting to know yourself right ask look in the mirror and ask do an Issa Rae moment right do you really like what you're doing right now how are you feeling girl you really tired yeah this isn't giving. Come no, on. it's not giving. You know it's not Toss giving. It out. Just Toss because it homegirl's out. doing it doesn't mean you need to do it Why too. Why are you doing it? Did right. someone tell you to do it? Right. Or did you actually put yourself like in the position to want to do it? Like finding that inner voice in 22. If you have he, she, or they in you and you listen to that spirit moving forward trust as it. we get older and you'll just trust it even more because right. you'll see it only takes you to more greatness. Yeah. It leads you to where you're supposed to be. Absolutely. Not where somebody else is, yeah. right? So Time is so short, too. So that's all the more reason to have those conversations now so that you can just learn yourself quicker mm-hmm. and you'll be able to make better choices for yourself. And you won't find yourself in positions that you're forcing yourself to do something mm-hmm. out of spite and you're not excited about it because exactly. that's simply, I mean, we've talked about that We're before. We don't want to do that. Right. Right. Lay the foundation now so that you don't have to deal with that in the future and you know what you will take and you know where you want to be and the places in which you want to see yourself in the future. And on that note too, I guess in regards to seeing yourself in specific places, I think one thing that I've been talking to myself about is, you know, we're living in this digital culture. We're living in this world of social media. Right. And I do want to reflect and kind of talk about my relationship that I've been having with social media as of late. It's been something that I've worked through And something that I think I'm getting to a perspective on that's more healthy for myself. In the past, I think I would always want to give somewhat of like main character energy Mm -hmm. on social media. And Mm -hmm. not to say that I still don't, but I think (laughs) it's so tempting to want to have that persona, right? On social media to want to go travel and to show people what you're doing, to do the brands and things like that. That's all really cool. But for myself, I really want to focus and prioritize on learning about the spaces that I hope to inhabit in the future. And I think in regards to social media- So that means you're letting media, go of social media in general? So not letting go of social media. Social media is always going to be a part of myself, but I right. think that I'm not pressuring myself mm-hmm. to post. I'm not pressuring myself to engage on social media. If anything else, it's going to be a platform for myself to learn and connect with people, but it's not necessarily going to be, at least in the immediate time frame a space for me to build a platform at least right now Mm -hmm. right I really want to learn from other people who have walked in the shoes that I want to walk in in the future so that Mm -hmm. when I get into a room and when I get into a certain space I know the value right that I can add and this is really going back to an article that I recently read by a friend of mine Basil Desilineal if you haven't checked him out you should basically he's talking about being a student of the game Mm -hmm. right and I think it's important for us as young people to think about what we want to say and why we want to say it because otherwise we're just talking we're not adding value right. and for myself even as in the midst of us creating this platform for ourselves you know obviously it's a brand it's something that we're putting energy into and we're trying to build a community and that involves social media right, right? but we're both entirely aligned on why we are sitting in front of this camera every other week to do a podcast to try and pour into people and hopefully meet other people who are walking a similar journey And for myself, that's my top priority as far as social media is concerned. And, you know, if you asked me maybe a year ago, two years ago, 
that wouldn't necessarily be my perspective entirely. It would have been more so me being a media studies student, of course I have to be on social media and of course I need to be posting and of course I need to be engaging 24-7 on these platforms because that's a part of my industry. But it's become so hectic and it's become so chaotic. So anyways, Mm -hmm. as it relates to me and what I'm hoping to bring into 23 for myself it's going to be more it's going to be more reading it's going to be more learning and listening what are you letting go what am i letting go the need and the pressure to post Mm -hmm. and to perform Mm -hmm. on social media platforms Mm -hmm. at least in the immediate i i'm letting go of that that expectation and the expectation for me was being someone that wants to go into marketing photography and media production I just simply felt as though I needed to be on these platforms in a particular type of way. And now I'm very comfortable saying that, no, I don't think I need to. And I don't think young people should feel the need, especially young people who are creative and who are trying to express themselves. I don't think they need to feel the pressure Mm -hmm. to perform on social media in that way. And it's really, I mean, if we go back to this idea of failing quicker and learning faster, we shouldn't be trying to speak and talk through these platforms, we should be trying to elevate the other people who are creating really cool work and who are inspiring us and learning from them and maybe resharing them, sure, but there shouldn't be a need for us at this young stage in our lives while we're still trying to develop and grow to constantly post and to to just to speak. We should listen. And so that's what I'm taking. Or feel the pressure of that. Like if it's not to your second degree, like it's not in your nature to be that public about everything mm-hmm. on your social platform. Cause there's some people like they come out knowing, right. This is it. This is my That's them. thing. And I like it. This is where I express myself. This is where I feel closer to who I am. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I had that same know. realization as well. Letting go of the pressure with that. Mm-hmm. But for me, what I'm definitely letting go in 22 is the need to impress. Mm-hmm. And with that idea that I always stuck with, I felt like I needed to be very present on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I hate it. I hate it. Hate Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a passion. Like yeah. I, when I tell you I would post, get right off, comments freak me out. Mm-hmm. Just like, it's, it's, it's a lot. lot. Mm-hmm. It's not my second nature. And so, yeah, that's definitely something I want to get comfortable is knowing my presence in other spaces. Mm-hmm. And so, and knowing as well and having confidence that it's not necessarily an Instagram, right. but it can be in other spaces and places. And that's what I'm venturing out to do. Right. But yeah. I'm, and that's I'm not to say that social that. media isn't a beneficial addition exactly. to our society. That's not the point that I want to convey. I'm thinking I, about I, making it private. Right. I no, love that really. for you. Like, I might just take one more step. Yeah, yeah, take it Because I just want it to be a creative space where I can look at it and be like, ah. Mm-hmm, like a mood board of this, sorts. Exactly. Right. Just know knowing, knowing the purpose and knowing why you're on the platform, I think, right. is super important. Because it can be so negative for mental yeah. health. And I think over time, sometimes in the past, that's the way that I internalized it. It wasn't healthy for mm-hmm. me to be on the platforms. And you'll find yourself just spending aimless amount of time sitting here scrolling. You know, you're not even getting anything out of it. Mm-mm. And I just want to be clear on why I'm I'm on these platforms. So for me, that's going to be one of the things that I am releasing myself from. I'm not Good. going to be doing that I as like much you, in friend. the future. I like this for me too. And I mean, I've already been living this out. This is just the first time that I'm sharing it mm-hmm. publicly in this way. I mean, we alluded to it a little bit in the previous episode, but this is definitely something that I'm bringing with me. I've been practicing it for 
a little bit. And yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell in regards now, to social media. Now, here I have a question. So mm-hmm. how are us aftergrads celebrating our birthdays in right. this aftergrad moment? Are we right. spending money? Are we going out? Are we keeping things low I feel key? so guilty spending money. That's honestly the emotion ah! that I'm feeling. And I know I'm saying that on my birthday, but that's just the way that I feel. I mean, feel. why? Like, <laughs> why don't you want to celebrate, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like we should stretch ourselves out to make the celebration happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, some girls and guys out there want to do a little thing for themselves. Right, and they should. I support them in that. I want to see that for right. them. Right. For me, I, <laughs> I've generally never liked celebrating my birthday. That's a personal thing. Honestly, if I'm being entirely open, I feel very awkward on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Something about the... Spiritually? Yeah, I guess. Spiritually, mm-hmm. socially, even. Mm-hmm. Th- this idea, you know, of people... On one day, I know it's the day that I was born, but just, you know, finding the energy to reach out feels very disingenuous, quite honestly. And as much as I love to catch up with people that I haven't spoken to for a minute, receive the birthday wishes from my friends, I want to be honest with the way that it makes me feel and why I feel awkward about it sometimes, because I've just always been one when I think of you, I'm going to reach out. So something about the birthday being the day where people reconnect for all of two seconds feels a little weird. I guess people enjoy that because it reminds them that there's people who appreciate them existing. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) And if it wasn't for this day, Mm -hmm. they would not have. Yeah. And as they experience as they should, such as you. Right, right. No, and it's funny because when it's other people's birthdays, I'm right there. No, same. No, that's why I'm lit for Kane. It's your day. I'm super lit for Kane, but the minute my birthday comes around, I'm literally like this. Yeah, no, No, please don't don't perceive me. (laughs) Don't don't look at me. Please don't. Because I'm just trying to get through it. I'm just trying to get through the day so that I can go on Mm -hmm. with my life. And, you know, maybe that's just where I'm at. I definitely have visions for what I want my birthday to be in the future. Let's talk about these visions. Right, they're not happening now. But, you know, once I get to a particular place in life, I mean, it's definitely going to be an international birthday. We're going to be flued out immediately. We're going to Europe somewhere, Greek islands, I don't know. Yeah. Italy, Rome, somewhere, Mm -hmm. right? And the whole crew is going to be there, Period. okay? It's going, I don't know what it's going to look like. Drag shows, Calling museums, parties, beach clubs, all of that. That's going to be the vibe, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But right now, I'm just because in this hustle moment. I'm, I'm just trying to I don't get know my if you can life. To this. I was always like, it's all or nothing. So yeah. for me right now, it's nothing. It's nothing. Nothing much. Yes. Yeah, nothing simple. much because the all will come. It will. And I have and that it, all is definitely what everything you were describing yeah. as well. So yeah, for me, I'm, it would be like a nature walk. A something nature, super something simple. simple. Just like to one disconnect and disassociate. Di- that one. No signal. Like, yeah. Nothing. I'll see the birthday wishes the day after. Although my phone has been on. My phone is very much on. I've received the birthday wishes uh, already. And it, it warms my heart, but still just uh, yeah, and I mean, this is also the first time that I'm experiencing a birthday when I'm not in university or not in a school mm. setting. So then there's there's also that too. It's that like you have to put in the work with. to do your own birthday, right? No, literally, because there were all these traditions back on campus where people would toss <laughs> me right. into a pond. That was a thing on our campus. Oh, it was yeah. midnight on your birthday. They would come and pick you up from your yeah. dorm, they never and tried me. if you said yes or no, you were going in that pond. Like they, they would me. carry you. They knew not to they, try. Well, yeah, yeah. Certain people would be like, "Don't try it at all." 
but that that was the tradition. So it was just very little yeah. work. You know, there would be people who would have a bottle of wine ready for right, you. They would have ready. the presents. It's you there. don't have to think about it. You don't have to think about it because you got your friends right there. Close right, by, and then before that, now, it was high school. Happy this? birthday to right. your parents. Pa- parents came through. Got to put in work and energy and time yeah. to plan it. It literally has to be on your dive to celebrate your birthday. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's all the more reason why I'm just like, I'm fine. Let me just no. chill. Let me just. Well, Ooh. in celebration, we have to open up a gift. Oh my God. So I have a gift oh. for Robert. Ah. This is one of many to come. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I know you don't look. <laughs> draggy as <laughs> Look, we, we I had simple. A, I had a really cute box, y'all. Then I messed up the gift. That's okay. I messed up the writing. It's always so I had the thought that counts. Put it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This definitely. I know you're a Taurus. I am at you love a good packaging. I, yeah, yeah, so this love, is stressing me. This is right, right as you're handing it to me. You're like, please love it. But yes, I mean, as we talk about your birthday, well, as we were saying, like putting in the money yourself, it's exhausting to yeah. have to celebrate yourself. Right. But it's needed for me. It's something I highly value is just doing something to look back and be like, oh, I did do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know you. Yeah. So this, this is. From me. Oh, thank you. And then, but there's more to come okay. from other people. You're so sweet. Oh, from other people. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh. <laughs> you can read it. It's just a note, y'all. Happy birthday, Kane. A trip to New York City on me, March 5th, 2022. More to unpack suit. Ah, we going to New York City. Ah! We're going to New York. We going to New York. <laughs> we going to New York. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. We going to New York. We're going to New York. Next flight. New York. <laughs> I'm shook. Because we got to celebrate. We do. Oh I mean, my gosh. everything is just, yeah. It's so. crazy because we had a New York trip planned back canceled. in January. It was canceled. canceled. We just decided it wasn't the moment. But what a way to recover, friend. Thank you. Yeah, it's just a little this. trip. You said you like to travel, so this is a little something. Facts, just facts. A bus just trip. a little, a little bus trip. Too. Oh my gosh. But we'll vlog all of this to come. Because, yeah. again, we want it to be affordable too. Right. So, it has to be. Yeah. That's the only We will be sharing this plan to share with y'all because everyone should celebrate right. everyone should celebrate it they doesn't should. take much and from the family and friends around you anything can happen right oh so my y'all gosh. are gonna see what the heck is going to happen oh my god you got people in on it i just want to <laughs> predict because obviously there'll be something to come i i don't know what it is but i feel like she contacted my parents namely my dad and i feel like my dad is going to be up in new york city because he's been a little <laughs> Just there's energy, there's certain energy, and I just I'm very intuitive. So we'll Such see. A Pisces. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Cause my dad, he said a comment. He was like, it was like, I'll see you soon, right? But like, you don't know when. No, because you know what it was. You know what it was. Here, here it is. I just got off the phone with him. He sent me my birthday wish. He sent me a virtual e card. Thanks, Dad. I appreciate you. Aww. And then he said, I'm gonna try and find time to get up there in the coming weeks or something I like mean... that. That's what he said. So. Dad, if I see you in New York City, that would be lovely. I don't know what's going to go down, but <laughs> I'm excited. It, he does it. Everything is up to surprise, yeah. but it's beyond me. This is just the first leg Thank you, from friend. me. And then there's you. so much more to come. So I, much more. The fact that, that there's so much more to come after this is You know me. Taurus is... And I'm, I'm a Scorpio you. rising, so I'm very like secretive even though i hate secrets right. just so you know that's why i 
I hate surprises. Yeah. Who likes surprise parties? Not me. But you're being Def- surprised. I'm being surprised. So I'm just going to deal with it. I'm going to take it. I appreciate it. I receive it. Thank you. The, the warm energy is, is felt. Yeah. So reflecting, I guess, moving forward for 23. <laughs> I'm 23 today. Honestly, I haven't even taken a moment for that to sink in. I'm How 23. How does that feel? Do you like, have you gotten those thoughts like, oh my God, I'm old yet? Yeah, yes. Yes. I, I mean, I'm older, obviously. And I mean. But do you feel like you have to watch? No. Like, when does that moment happen where people feel like they have to watch the wrinkles? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, getting old is kind of a fear of mine. It's like a light fear. Really? Yeah, somewhat. I mean, I just want to stay young and youthful. And on the topic of getting old, we had snow a while back and we've mentioned that before. I busted my knee and my knee still has not recovered. No, I'm literally hobbling. Oh, no. Like when I'm going on my runs, I've told you this. So it's happening. Uh, Yeah, I guess. So my body's not healing. As fast. As it normally does. And Mm, that's a problem. It needs to be better. No, because it's actually in pain. We gotta start taking care of ourselves now. We do. Yeah. Self-care video coming soon. Yeah, no. Ah. And I mean, I, I... Honestly, I'm not even about the front. I haven't been taking care of this knee. I haven't. Mm -hmm. I I haven't even gone to the doctor to get it checked out. But I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm just relying on the fact that I'm I'm young, but but not not soon. We're getting older. Yeah. This is the part where my dad would always tell me, he's like, before you know it, boom, you're gonna be old. I'm like, wait, what? What? I don't get to live first. It just happens. But it just right, like where's the gradual warm-up to Mm -hmm. getting old? But I guess that's the beginning. It's like a knee thing here. A little wrinkle there, right. a gray hair mm-hmm. sticking up. Right. That hasn't, I mean, one of them has happened. I feel us, like I've seen like... a few gray hairs every now and then. I pluck them. <laughs> you got to go. Uh, not, not, if it wasn't died, you need not to. Not 23. Not 23. Uh-uh. I feel like we're given a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I mean, either whether or not you went to college or did go to college, you're coming out with education either from high school, you're coming out with stories, with a background, Mm -hmm. a place you call home. And what do you do with that, Mm -hmm. right? So you have an idea, also you have fantasies that you thought about up until this moment as to what would be next. And you got a lot of adrenaline going through you like, mm-hmm. this is it. Right. Let's go. And that that brings forth a lot of power. To me, I translate it as power, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so now, to be honest, 22 is not, it's not all of that. It's right. not about like giving it now. It's mm-hmm. not about showing off about what mm-hmm. you have in you that's, you know, irking you to do something right. with, right? And so it's a moment of it's a humbling moment. It's a humbling moment. Right. right. To learn from people that you're with, to learn from people who you're in lockstep with, right? So that you can just learn how to use your power, but also learn from your environment, right? Right. Because now you have things on the table that you have responsibility for as well in terms of bills Mm -hmm. and in terms of you know, navigating the career and Mm -hmm. so forth. And all of those moving, all of those things kind of just take a little from you right they do take a little yeah. from you and you have to in the midst of all that stay true to yourself and that is why we started this channel in the mm-hmm. first place but in addition to that it kind of it humbles you right it makes you bare and vulnerable and now where i'm at a spot where i'm like okay so this is not all that glamorous right 
And, you know, I don't and know everything. And that's okay, too. I, yeah. I think it's I don't, totally fine. I don't know anything at all. Right. And I'm, I'm okay with letting people know that I don't know anything. Right. But also, I do know that the girl who came out with a lot of things on her to-do list that she wanted to do, that power, right? Mm-hmm. She's still there. Right. She's. I'm not, like, disregarding her. Of course. But she is bowing down to the people who have found their power and have found how it fits in this world. And so it's, like you said, taking on that student role. Mm -hmm. And it looks different in a lot of different spaces. I think for some people listening, it could be that entry-level job. You probably Mm -hmm. came in thinking you would get paid this amount of money, but that entrance level is actually this amount of money. But it's learning those who came before me, right? It's also a mentor. Right. I got a mentor. Yes. Now. We both have a mentor, yes, right? Yes, 22 is looking pouring really into well. us. Exactly. 20... And I think mentors are so key, too, to the journey, mm-hmm. too, of finding your power because they're people, hopefully, that have a little bit more wisdom than you. They're people that have lived on this earth a little bit longer. They have more experience and they can exactly. pour into you. And you can watch them, if it's a mentor that looks like someone who's working in an industry that you're interested in or just has knowledge that you couldn't possibly have exactly that's how you can strengthen your power Mm -hmm. and grow quicker and reach your reach your peak or Mm -hmm. reach the point that you want to get to sooner and and keep a reflection of who you yeah like remind you that you have the power as well because you going it just doing it all by yourself and going out and just remind yourself it gets a little tiring and to hear it from someone else as well and then Mm -hmm. hear a plan on how we can get you to hear right it's just it's it's really nice or fellowships right now in 23 22 23 there's a lot of fellowship opportunities that i'm seeing popping up right um mm-hmm. you hit me up on one i shared one I, with you for your that's industry. a real one yeah that's what i do real i don't one. send memes i send professional development opportunities <laughs> to my friend i'm just yeah reiterate. so he sent me like a venture capitalist fellowship i'm super excited mm-hmm. put my application in immediately you submitted that thing so quickly Sign i it. love that the <laughs> night of i said victoria i think this is up Sign. send it <laughs> Go ahead, Done. run it, Done. run it, run it. And, and it's, it's completed. Meant for me, it's meant for and me, but I loved it. Yeah, right. But if you Reading don't the... get a callback, cool. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the next, exactly. and I think that's the energy that I'm internalizing for myself. All we can do is try. All we can do is use the power that we've acquired thus far yeah. to put ourselves forward and to present ourselves mm-hmm. as best as we possibly can exactly and that's why like i'm really grateful for that op you sent my way because it was fellowship right not entry level not the other fellowship so i don't know how much i'm gonna get paid but it was a description that really describes the moment of 23 and kind of 22 for us right now it was like encouraging those with ideas and with innovation and who needs guidance right. in that. And I was like, oof, right. that speaks. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much y'all are going to pay, but that that speaks. Right. That and it hits spoke directly right to the post-grad moment. I think yeah. I saw in the post description that they were looking for people that aren't in university. They are people that have Yeah, they were looking so for innovators, right, who are really wanting to change the game and who believe in themselves as well. Yeah. And goes to the show we're watching. Right. I mean, there's a lot of things, a lot of little things that have been around us that I feel like speak to this moment as well. Mm-hmm. Avatar. Yeah, the last the airbender. The- <laughs> Not the blue people. Help me get it right, Kate. <laughs> yes, the help last me- airbender. Help me get it right. Who, who yeah. we talking about? What those characters? Aang, Sokka, Katara, and Toph. Right. That's the crew. That's yeah. the crew. So Earth, we, we Swordsmanship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did a throwback moment. Yeah. And I... I love watching it. It's such a it. good show with a phenomenal so concept. so playful yet mm-hmm. so powerful. Yeah. 
and yet he embodies humbleness too. Mm-hmm. And he I, is a student of the game. He's I think a student that's of the game. His energy, Aang's energy that he uses throughout the show. I mean, exactly. he's constantly learning and is always aware that he can't do it all by own. himself. And he's totally aware of that. He needs these masters to right. come and train him, mentors for us exactly. to come and pour into him. Although it is his duty to the world to be this vessel mm-hmm. to bring peace and order and stability to the community yeah. of the four nations. And that's his purpose. And the world recognizes that purpose and they're willing to it's help just him too. Like there's the so many, power he balances. has the friends yeah. and then he has the monks himself. Right. And then he goes on these spiritual journeys right. with the monks, but then he also has his friends who got his back right. in the battles. Right. And he can and seamlessly knows. move and shift between right. the role of master and student. Yes. He has the people that are supporting him mm-hmm. along his journey to eventually defeat the Fire Lord. Right. But then there's also his responsibility that no one else can assume, which exactly. is defeating the Fire Lord. But he couldn't do that alone. He right. Those people to pour into him. So to me, that's, that's the definition the concept, of 23. 23. That's what 23 looking yeah. like for me. It's not cocky. It's not ostentatious. Mm-hmm. It's not boastful. Right. It is just knowing me but in the midst of knowing me i know that i have work to do underneath other people and with other people as well i think basha was saying i love this line from him it's not about looking going upward Mm -hmm. but about stretching across across right right i love that yeah networking i can't remember exactly what he was saying but it's networking across and Mm -hmm. not networking up always sometimes it's cool to network up but oftentimes it's about the people that are in lockstep and exactly where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know, it's nice to meet a mentor who is a few steps ahead of you, but to have someone like you and I, mm-hmm. like the people that we have in our community who are walking this journey at the yeah. exact same stage as we are, right. that could, they can still be your mentors too, right. right? It doesn't always have to be someone who is a few steps ahead in their mm-hmm. career. It can be someone who's at the same steps, equally as clueless as yourself and you could still learn something from them. And mm-hmm. I know we've harped on that too. I've learned from you. You've learned from me. Yeah. And that's the beauty of not always thinking of yourself as needing to be this know-it-all or knowledgeable person. Like, right. please live in cluelessness. Live in cluelessness. I, I think it's a beautiful space yeah, to I'm be in. I'm to like it a little bit. I love it. I'm quite comfortable. <laughs> I'm not going to stay here for long. I'm going right. to move. Right. But at least in the immediate, I'm going to yeah. be okay with being clueless on certain things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's definitely not a narrative that is expressed for undergrads and this stage of Mm -hmm. our life you need to have everything planned honey yeah it needs to be this way you need to be right here and no more no No more more. please look at this this. and i can't wait to grow up and look back at this Mm -hmm. to look back at this moment and be more grateful for my clueless right yeah i'm gonna laugh at him (laughs) right i'll be like you thought you really did you tried it you pretty mature for knowing that you are clueless right right I I know know. I'm going to be grateful for this mentality that we are living out right now. Right. So So that's our reflection. That's my reflection. I'm turning 23 today. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. Thank you, Fred. We're going to New York. We're going to New York. We still. This is my second time going. We're still going to throw down. This will be my second time in New York. Yep. Oh my goodness. Fitz ready. Oh, Fitz. Okay. Yeah, we're going to get that ready for y'all. All right, Aftergrads, that's our show. Thank you for watching. 
Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Aftergrad Podcast. If you're interested in the visual version of our episodes, make sure to subscribe to our channel and be updated on our latest releases. Also, Aftergrads, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question, comment, concern, or life situation that pertains to being an Aftergrad, please share those with us over at our email address, which is theaftergradpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on Instagram, which again is at the Aftergrad Podcast. Finally, we would really appreciate a five-star review or a share. Not only does this make us happy, but it helps other Aftergrads such as yourself find this platform and join our growing family. And that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening or watching. And with that, this This is is the Aftergrad Aftergrad Podcast. Podcast.